can you guys hear me now? <laughs> I can hear you. Yay, we're live. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was it would have helped us last time. Girl, I had to add myself to the stream. So <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm so this. Hey everybody, how y'all doing? I'm just um, sending the link out. So let me bear with me for just a quick second here. Okay. 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 I think we're good. Um, so thank you guys for tuning in and listening to us. A few people that we do have here, hopefully some other people will come on in. Um, we are going, you got, I'm sure you guys see the title of the stream. Um, which is have black women who support the manosphere turn their backs on the sisterhood. So that's the primary topic of tonight, but we're going to kind of segue into that. So we'll start off talking about a few other things that are related, um, but not that specific title. So it's been a busy week, huh, Danny? Girl. <laughs> <laughs> I it know. has been very, very, very busy. Yes. You, Did you tell me that, is it Mercury, Mercury is in retrograde or is it going to be in retrograde soon or something? I think it's actually in the pre-shadow period, but I'd, ha I'd have to get the dates to uh, to say what's, see what's what. But I, I know okay. we're, we're very close. Okay. Um, um, yeah, because it's been crazy. Like, what's going on in these honey, streets? It's, it's been crazy, you know, and we're, we're, you know, we're trying to stay mess free and, you know, but it's been crazy. So um, these are like some topics that we've kind of discussed already. Well, me and Danny have um, kind of went back and forth discussing and um, some of the topics like people we've seen people kind of touching on lately. So we don't want to um, overdo it. So we'll just briefly talk about them and then um, we'll jump into the, the primary topic for tonight. So one topic that's very interesting that we keep here hearing being thrown around is fake femininity. So Danny, you want to take the lead on fake femininity or just tell me, um, kind of elaborate on where that idea came from? Okay. So when I've noticed it, I think the first time somebody said that I was being fake feminine, I was uh, a part of a group and, you know, I'm kind of rough around the edges. So, but I still have a very girly side, you know, I was raised in the South. I was raised uh, with a, a grandmother that was very Southern and my mother's very Southern and so, but they were kind of rough around the edges too, but my mom was kind of like a hood Betty Crocker, so to speak. So it's like um, being a, a lady, but my mom was able to still talk sports. Uh, she can drink like a fish, so to speak, but she can get in and cook a whole Thanksgiving meal on a Sunday without a problem, without question. And I kind of feel like I have a lot of those aspects with me. And so I kind of wonder, you know, um, when I get into these spaces and that's like I curse, I talk shit, um, but I get up on panels and I'm not cursing guys out. And so people would be like, well, you're not really feminine because I know you have a hood side. And, and I'm like, well, damn, I, I was born a woman. So I kind of feel like certain things that 
come inherently with being born a woman. Like I'm a woman. So I, I'm going to be uh, feminine. I'm going to take on certain traits that women take on that are born women. And so I don't really feel like there's a such thing as fake femininity to me. Just like with men, I don't feel like a man can fake his masculinity in a certain sense. Now, I also kind of feel like what people mean is like, you're really not a lady. Um, you're just a hood rat, gangster, crazy bitch that uh, <laughs> you can just kind of switch it off and on. So you're not really that feminine. You're not really that girly. You're just putting on an act to appear nice or to appear ladylike when you're not really ladylike. So that's what I kind of uh, say right now. And, you know, I, I don't want to, and I apologize if I have an echo, but um, I don't want to beat a dead horse. I know this topic has been one that we talked about, but just briefly, um, in reference to your idea of femininity, you said something that made me want to ask. Do you think that like feminine femininity is something that, you know, all women are born with or it's just natural for all women to be feminine? Do you, I mean, what is your take on, you know, femininity as it relates to women as a whole? I kind of feel like it depends on the, I want to say it depends on the environment, but then at the same token, um, the certain things that happen like, okay, women have menstrual cycles. Most of us have menstrual cycles at, at a certain point in our lives when you're born a woman. So your personality is going to do certain things. Um, you, you're going to be moody. You're going to be uh, cranky maybe around that time. And I kind of feel like certain things about being born a woman will make you automatically feminine. Just like a man having a penis kind of automatically makes him masculine. Um, yeah. I, and it's kind of hard to quantify like what really makes a woman feminine in a certain sense. Because if you're born a woman, you're going to be yeah. feminine automatically to me. But okay. at the same time, I guess if you grow, if you grow up in a certain environment, like, let's say you grew up around your dad and your dad's mm -hmm. a man. So you're going to learn a lot of things from him. You're going to probably take on a lot of his traits. True. But yeah, I don't know. What do you think about the that? The same goes for like, you know, uh, a woman, uh, maybe a girl, if um, she's the only girl in the family and, you know, there's a, she has a bunch of brothers or cousins or um, that are males. So, I, and I get that. Um, I'll just briefly touch on my thoughts on it. I, I kind of, um, talked about this on someone else's show I think it was last week and I have some unpopular opinions as it relates to femininity so I personally think all women are born with the um are born with you know um the ability to um, be feminine. I think, you know, I think femininity is something that you have to make a conscious choice to do or not. Um, I think that women, um, in, you know, today's society aren't always in their feminine energy or at their highest level of femininity because of, you know, the way society is set up. 
Like we may be in, you know, boardroom meetings where we're running the show. In addition, we may have to be like out in the streets where we're trying to be protective of our, our person. Um, so as a result, we're not in our most feminine energy. We are prey naturally. So I think a lot of times we might be on guard. So as a result, we're not trying to appear weak and femininity is generally tied to weakness or, you know, women being the weaker sex, um, quote unquote. But um, I think that every woman has the ability to be feminine, to be um, at her highest peak of femininity. I think, you know, we make conscious choices to behave in a feminine manner or not. Um, you know, a lot of times it's depending upon, it may be for necessity or it may depend upon the specific situation at hand. And that's just my take on it. So what would you qualify as a weak bitch? Because I've heard the term weak bitch being used over and over uh, these last few few days. And so in my opinion, being a feminine woman doesn't necessarily make you, it, it, it really, to me, in, in my opinion, a weak, a feminine woman doesn't mean a weak bitch in my, in my opinion. Oh and yeah. And that's I not a term I would even use. So, um, I don't know if I can speak to that because that's not a term that I would use. I, you know, reference like weakness as us being the weaker sex. Um, I have some unpopular opinions. So, you know, I'm likely to ruffle feathers, but I look at men as potential predators because they're stronger and they are predatory in the sense that we're at the top where, you know, um, men, humans are, you know, um, leading the race. So in, in order to do that, you, you have to be able to, you know, exert a certain amount of strength, um, whether it be with the use of weapons or whatever they use to exert that strength. Um, and it's generally men that are leading the charge for that. So I think that men have the ability to be predators, as does a woman, depending upon the circumstance, but just generally speaking. So um, when I say weak, I'm talking about being the weaker sex between the two genders. Okay, so what do you think makes a woman weak? I think that... Um, what would make a woman weak is the fact that she can easily be overpowered by a man, that she's no match for the, um, most women are, aren't, you know, any match for the average man. So that's what I mean. Just physically, I'm strictly talking about in the physical sense. Okay. Uh, let's go on the other side of it because most of us, mm -hmm. most of us, we don't go around like Neanderthals um, trying to fight men, most of us. <laughs> mm -hmm. But what would you say makes a woman a weak woman as far as emotionally for people and for men in general? See, to me, emotionality is not a weak thing. I think that oftentimes it takes a strong person to display, you know, his or her emotions. So I mean, I don't know. You know, I'm so different. So these YouTube talking points that we hear in these streets aren't things that I would generally um, subscribe to. So it's hard for me to speak to them because it's like the opposite of how I feel. Okay, so let me ask you a question. So let's just give an example. Mm -hmm. um, let's say you have a woman going half on the bills. Uh, she works just as hard as her, her man, but her man is still very dominant over her. Would mm -hmm. you consider that like a an example of a weak woman? No, because I think it depends upon, you know, I think that people do a lot of things that we've grown to be accustomed to 
um, sparked out of necessity. I think that there was a time in our society, and I think that even more so now, where you know um, most households require two incomes to stay afloat. You know, um, if you look like there are studies that have been done on the amount of um, on you know inflation and how inflation has increased over you know a hundred times fold, but our wages have not caught up to that. So as a result, many households require two incomes to, um, you know, stay afloat. So, I mean, and we're, you know, it's different for other races. I'm talking about our people. A lot of times we're not going to get those cream of the crop jobs. And I'm not um, the person who, um, like, does the victimhood thing. But I do think that, you know, I saw it growing up where, you know, my mom generally worked outside the home and my dad worked outside the home. And, you know, it, it required that oh, my mom also had 10 children. So as a result, they needed two income. So to me, that, you know, that does not make a woman weak. So would you say that a woman who, uh, let's say a woman is in an abusive relationship and she doesn't know how to leave, would you consider that being a weak woman? Like she has a man who uh, beats her ass, uh, curses her out. Would you consider mm -hmm. that a weak woman if she doesn't leave? Now, it's interesting that you brought that up because I actually heard a point similar to that being made as it relates to, and these are some of the topics that we'll touch on, but as it relates to um, male identified women and or mammies, um, that women who are male identified or mammies, they find fault in women who might actually be victims. Um, I personally would not consider a woman um, in that position weak necessarily. I do think that there is a certain level of accountability for anyone, no matter who they are. But I know that the psychological effects on her are beyond my understanding. And this is coming from a person who minored in psychology, but um, I know that, you know, the psychological, the mental hold that he would have on her is something that I wouldn't be able to comprehend. Um, so I wouldn't consider that weak. Let me try to think of an example of what I would consider a weak woman, because um, there are, you know, there are some women that I'll be like, that, that's some weak mess. Um, but I'm, I'm just kind of drawing a blank. Give me a minute and I'm going to come up with an example of a woman well, who I would deem to be like a weak chick. Well, let me, let me, uh, think, well, this is one of the things that I thought about it with, mm -hmm. with this. So I've seen women in abusive relationships and let's say you've seen a guy, um, let's say they get into a fight out in public and you see somebody come to try to jump in the fight to break them up and they mm -hmm. pull the guy off of them and you see the woman attack them, right? Mm -hmm. Attack the guy that's trying to break it up. Like, don't touch him, don't hit him. And so... I thought about this and I kind of thought about it in a, in a further sense. And so I kind of realized that some people are actually addicted to a certain type of pain. Mm -hmm. And so when you're addicted to a certain type of pain and that's what you know, um, you kind of go back to that pain because it's, it's what you know. Maybe it makes you feel good. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe you feel like a person really cares. But at the end of the day, it all requires some healing in a certain sense. Yeah, so but like, for like me, that. in that case, like, I think that, um, you know, like you could have some sort of PTSD or like, I think that uh, I believe 
believe that post-traumatic slave syndrome is a very real thing. I think that you could have some sort of residual effects from being in that relationship that affected you mentally. Now, the one um, thing, the first thing that came to mind when I tried to think about a person, a woman that I would deem to be a weak B would be a woman who does not, and that's just because I'll explain it in a second. Um, a woman who does not do everything in her power to protect her children. I I, don't, I can't even empathize with a woman who's in, a, in an abusive relationship who allows her child to be abused because of the fact that um, children are helpless. Like they don't have the ability to defend themselves. Even if you can't stand up to a man and defend himself, there are a multitude of options that you can exercise to protect your child. So a woman who allows her child to be abused will be a woman who I would deem a weak be. Yeah, that's absolutely fair. That is absolutely fair. Um, yeah, I, I can absolutely say that because the children are definitely, definitely important. And, um, you know, I kind of feel like a mother's job is to protect her children or a parent's jobs are to protect their children. So I, I can absolutely agree with that. Absolutely. And yeah. I did want to speak on the fake femininity thing because I know I kind of, um, you know, just let you kind of segue into it. But um, I think that it's absolutely laughable that people are questioning the sincerity or the realness or authenticity of um, someone else's femininity, especially really, in my opinion, without valid reason. Um, we don't know. Most of us don't know each other offline. Um, there's really no basis for, you know, questioning whether or not someone's faking femininity. And the fact that those terms have been thrown around as it relates to yourself and myself, like we challenge men all the time. <laughs> like we, we, you know, the thing is we challenge men all the time, but the issue comes into play when we challenge women, which kind of leads us into the sisterhood thing. But before I go there, I do just want to say, I know some other terms that are like often thrown around as it relates to myself and women like me and some other sisters that are um, throughout black YouTube would be like um, mammyism or male identified. Um, and those terms are people, black people love to misuse words. Um, those terms are being misused. They're not being used in the appropriate context. Like mammy relates to a woman that's protecting a white man period. So I don't know how they've kind of tried to adapt, uh, adopt that term and apply it to black women who um, are not calling out black men uh, or, you know, black women who, um, you know, have somehow de are deemed to have wronged the sisterhood. But um, male identified now that term and these are definitions that I looked up in like urban dictionary, because in order to get like a, a a concrete definition, you know, I couldn't really find one uh, on other sites, but um, even male identified, like when I looked that up, I don't know how that could be used as it relates to me, because it was like kind of talking about a woman who is like defending a, 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 you know, ain't shit man or a man who ain't about nothing who, and, and that like, I don't, I have never seen you do that. And I certainly have never done that. So I don't know how those terms are being applied to us. Well, I, I know exactly how they're being applied to us. Um, <laughs> the fact that I can't sit around and co-sign a woman's bullshit because I know what bullshit looks like when I, when I see it. Um, mm -hmm. I have been, um, I have, I've done shit, you know, I've done mm -hmm. shit. To men, so 
the thing about it is when they say women are on code in a certain sense, we're on mm -hmm. code as fuck. Mm -hmm. Because we sit there and condone a woman shit. And it's mostly because most of us have feel most of us feel like we've been done wrong by a man on a certain mm. sense. So when a woman gets some type of um, gall about herself and she starts to do the same shit that's been done to her, or maybe not, um, sometimes we'll cheer that shit on because we're tired tired of seeing women being fucked over in a sense. And I'm and I'm not I'm just saying it from a woman's standpoint on why it would be deemed as uh, male identified. Okay. And, you know, if we if we co-sign a woman doing some fuckery, you know, um, we're not male identified if we co-sign women doing fuckery. But the fact that we don't co-sign it and we're able to call it out, that is going to be probably a big issue because a lot of women in this space, excuse, yeah, a lot of women in this space don't feel like men should have uh, men don't really have a leg to stand on because mm -hmm. men men have done a lot of things to them, but a lot of us don't, a lot of us play the victim and the volunteer as well. But if you call that shit out, it's like a, a big no, no. So and I get that. And I, I understand it from, but, but you know, the terms are being misused first and foremost. However, um, I, I, and I, you know, I understand, like I've been in a position where I've been hurt by, you know, a man as well, but the women who, you know, because of the fact that they've been hurt by a man, um, uh, they can't, they don't see that there's any accountability to be had on, on behalf of uh, Black women um, as it relates to some of the mess that they do. Um, I don't feel like they're any better than the men that they're attempting to call out or want to call out or desire to call out in the manosphere. Like you're kind of doing somewhat the same thing that they're doing. So I don't... Um, you know, feel like, you know, you, 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 it's kind of, it's hypocritical, you know, of, of, of women to not be able to, or feel like there's no accountability to be had on both sides. Um, and, you know, as it relates to the sisterhood, I, I've always been one to like, I always had a lot of girlfriends, like growing up, look, I had a lot of friends, like I've always been one to, um, have you know pretty a nice circle of friends so I when I first started to hear things like the sisterhood is some bs or um it's a farce it doesn't really exist um you know I denied that and I was like no it does you know black women are on code we're you know we have this uh quote-unquote sisterhood you know it's this mythical sisterhood that we belong to and doing certain things are against the sisterhood and I fought hard to, you know, defend it. Um, however, in my state of consciousness, I have to be honest with myself and admit that it's a mess, that it's something that people use at their convenience, at their leisure to hold others accountable um, for their actions or for their quote unquote misgivings as it relates to the sisterhood as, as you know through their eyes or what they see as misgivings um, but they aren't um, they aren't upholding standards of sisterhood themselves they're doing the exact opposite of what a real sister would do you know what I mean like things that are absolutely egregious some things that would be 
worse than what we've seen men in this space do, you know? And, you know, I don't necessarily, we don't necessarily have to go there, but, you know, that's part of our topic for tonight too. So I just kind of wanted to say that as well. Yeah, we can definitely speak on it. I mean, it happened. So, (laughs) Um, yeah, because what happened this weekend was, I still feel like a sisterhood exists among Mm -hmm. Black women, among women, period, to be honest. Um, And in a sense that Black women have a a set of unique experiences that no other race of women are ever going to go through. Um, Certain things that we can relate to with one another, um, with how our parents uh, treated us, with the way we got our hair combed, uh, with the way we dance, our rhythm. It's just certain things about Black women and that we're going to relate to. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel like that bonds us. So I still feel like a sisterhood exists. Now, how deep that bond goes is uh, probably a different thing. Yeah, I mean, we're tied together by our unique experiences. And that is, um, I, you know, I, I won't deny that. But um, there's not a set standard that not even most black women are subscribing to. There's not a set standard that, you know, we're upholding as it relates to one another. We're not treating each other with love and, you know, making certain that we're um, defending one another. And, um, you know, like we will defend some mess, we'll defend some fuckery, but we're not in real time um, subscribing to a, 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 um, a set standard. We're, we're just absolutely not. Yes, we are tied together by our experiences, but this sisterhood that is often thrown around as it relates to women when they're doing something that is deemed um, beneficial for the other side, I don't see where it exists. It's, it's I mean, I'm, I must be missing something. Yeah, um, like I said, if you if you choose to hold women accountable and you you're able to understand where a man is coming from when he says certain things about women, especially when those things are bad. Um, I kind of feel like the sisterhood feels like you, you're going to turn, you're turning your back on them. Well, um, and, and, and I do too, but so this is my issue. So um, talking about the sisterhood and, you know, um, as it relates to this topic, um, I, I, I'm going to tell you something. I used to be the biggest of sistership. I was always like, oh man, you know, black women know, cause we, you know, you know, just talking about black women who I have no relation to. Um, and my man was the one who started hipping me to certain things that I was doing excluding black men. However, I consider myself to be conscious, but all of my fights and all of my passion um, as it relates to the community was solely focused on the sisterhood. I realized that I was doing it to the exclusion of the brothers. Now, a conscious person, I make a concerted effort to ensure that my love for my people does not stop. And I won't make, I won't two sides. So I'm not going to say, um, you know, I, I don't uh, specifically as it women who support the black manosphere are, um, are turning their backs on the sisterhood because they're supporting a black 
space. Yes, there are things that I absolutely things that I things that uh, you know make me cringe, but I don't have to listen to it and I choose not to. It's quite healthy for men to have a space where they can go and they can congregate and they can, you know, gripe and complain because we've always had that. There's never been a time that we didn't have that. But I'm not going to choose. It's like me having to choose between my sister and my brother. They, they're be like, oh, I'm not on a side. We're family. Like we are, you know, they can have their space over there and we can have our space to vent. I don't necessarily, you know, there's a million things I don't agree with I don't like the rhetoric that comes out of there either. However, I don't think that it is um, a slap in the face or it's a, um, a strike towards the sisterhood for a Black woman to give some sort of support to um, the manosphere. You know, uh, I think that a lot of the ways do that they're ghosts, a lot of women do support. You know what I mean? And they shouldn't be forced to um, not support because one person, you know, some people don't like what's being said over there. Um, I think that there are times that we can all agree that we don't like there. In addition, there's, there's stuff on the women's side that I don't like. I mean, that I completely disagree with. So, you know. That's true. Um, okay, I'm off okay. my soapbox. <laughs> so, okay, being that you're a woman, and you have been hurt by men. And um, we've known, and I'm just saying from their perspective, okay. If we've known of men to hurt and to have been harmful to these women, and these women end up coming into a certain perspective about men, I kind of feel like the men here don't really feel that women should be entitled to those certain perspectives when they've actually been hurt. And so I kind of, I, I, I get, I, I see it. And so what I'm trying to do is bridge the gap because everybody has been hurt by everybody. You know what I'm saying? Men have been hurt by women, which is why they complain about a lot of stuff. Women have been hurt by men, which is why they complain a lot of stuff. And it's just a constant back and forth of pointing the fingers, but in a certain sense, do you feel that the men, well, do you feel that the men are just as accountable that they want the, how they want women to be accountable? And I'm saying not society holding the men accountable, answer. But, but the men being accountable for themselves. Well, I'm going to answer that. But I first want to say just really quickly, you just hit on something that's very key to me. You're right. I feel that we hurt each other. We've done some pretty nasty things to one another. We've done damage. We've damaged each other. Um, however, uh, it's important for people like me, people like you, pe the males that are um, that go over to the women's space and have like dialogue. Like if there's ever any desire to heal what's been done and to move past this or, and to um, kind of um, bridge the gap and or make an, make an amends and, um, you know, kind of start to uh, repair our community. It's important to have people that are willing to listen to what the brothers are saying take in what they're saying and acknowledge the wrong from our side. But back to your question. Um, 
I think that in this space, we don't see um, a lot of accountability. And maybe that's the problem that the sisters have. And I can't knock them for that. I do think that there's a lack of accountability because I don't think that people are really having honest conversations. They're too busy trying to one up the other side. Oopsie, gotcha. You know what I mean? To be raw and honest about certain things. Okay. I be kind of looking at it like guys don't feel like the women are accountable in that women are accountable but the thing about it is I feel like the men have have been held accountable being that you have child support laws you have law enforcement that lock them up if they don't do certain things if they don't pay uh child support if they don't um yeah. abide not, if they abide by certain with the laws go ahead but that's not they're not being held accountable for like their fuckery so to speak and or like maybe like heartbreak for example so maybe that's right. not the type of accountability that they expect. Like sometimes it's good just to hear someone say, like I recently heard, um, it might've been like Big Sean or somebody was saying, like they gave like a public apology to women in their past because of things that they've done. Like I love for men to say that because that's like raw and honest. Like we've all done some messed up stuff, but to say, you know what? I was horrible in my teens and my, as a young adult, I did some horrible things to women and I just want to apologize. Like some, uh, an apology goes a long way with people. So to hear, and I love hearing men just be honest and upfront and not concerned about, you know, how it's going to look and, or, um, how the brothers are going to receive it necessarily. So you don't feel like heartbreak is kind of like um, a casualty of war, so to speak, like heartbreak is bound to happen. Um, women just kind of need to get over it um, <laughs> because men are just told to kind of get over it. Like, Well, I think that um, heartbreak is going to happen. I think it's not the end of the world to be completely honest from what I see. I think that the women take it a lot better than the men do. I think that if you listen to it, a lot of the griping that you hear even in the manosphere is because of heartbreak. It's because of rejection. It's because of, you know, and I think that, you know, um, the women tech honestly uh, deal with it a lot better than what I've seen the men deal with it. So if you really think about it, a lot of what they're complaining about is from, you know, um, based off of their emotions too. Yeah, um, Auntie Wanda said it's not the same. Payment is one thing, but refusing to be a father is another. But then I kind of employ, wouldn't that still fall back on the woman in what she chose? Um, I kind of look at it like, okay, I have a son. And me and my son's father didn't remain together. And my son's father moved across the country. And so I was hella resentful of that for a while. Like, you know, like shit, I'm, I'm left to take care of a baby by, by myself. Um, a real man wouldn't leave his child and certain things that I wanted to put off on him. But it took me a long time to kind of look at myself and said, okay, well, I did make a choice to have sex with him. I did make a choice to have a baby by him. But I you did didn't know he was going to move across the country. No, I didn't know he was going to move across the country, but then there are certain things that led up to him moving across the country, oh, okay. like uh, things prior to me getting pregnant that I saw and I chose not to leave. Okay. And so 
when I began to break down um, the red flags that I saw, mm -hmm. there were a lot of things that could have been avoided before I even oh. got to that point. And so yeah. I kind of feel like women aren't accountable um, up to a certain point. Now with my child, now I have to be accountable because I have to make sure he has everything. If his father chooses to, to do things, and, and I'm not saying that his father's a bad father, but if his father chooses to do things, he chooses to do them. But mm -hmm. I, I don't get to pick and choose when I get to be a parent. So mm -hmm. in that sense, I'm always going to be accountable like that. But yeah. I kind of feel like the men look at it as though we, women make choices and when women make choices, the choices that we make, we aren't 100% accountable for because we're still looking yeah. for cushion. We're still looking for things. And then when it's not like, if you're having babies out of wedlock and those babies aren't provided for, we of course look to the man because we didn't make the babies by ourselves. But yeah. at the same token, if we have babies out of wedlock, then a lot of, I feel like a lot of women don't really look forward to the consequences that come mm. with having babies and doing certain things that they need to be accountable for. I don't really feel like we look at the end game of it. Well, personally, I do think that, you know, there's a lack of accountability on both sides. Now I have to be honest, you know, I'm, I'm going to be true to myself and say, um, I almost, it, it is almost next to impossible to get some, a, a large majority of black women to take accountability for their actions. I um, think that in this space, I see a lack of accountability on both sides, but in real life, I see men who are willing to be accountable for their actions, more men that are willing to be accountable for their actions than women. I have to, you know, keep it real. Yeah, you're absolutely. Well, I'm really sitting here trying to think, and I was thinking about this earlier. Do I really see men in this space take accountability for? Do you? Well, let me ask you. Not in this space. They, I'm not talking about in this space. I'm talking about. In oh, my okay. Life. No, these oh. they ain't taking accountability for Nathan. <laughs> accountability? No, since that's on you, you should have you should have put a condom on them. You should, you know, like they gonna find a way to blame the woman for everything. Yeah, yeah, because I was going to say I really don't um, notice men take take accountability for being um, victims as well. I don't feel like women take certain certain senses in certain senses mm -hmm. um, because women fall under a certain victimhood and it's everybody did this to me. Everybody oh, did this yes. to me. Listen, and you ain't lying. <laughs> I see it all the time. Yeah, we don't we, we want to run from that because being the victim, somebody's gonna come and pat you on the ass yeah. and tell you it's gonna be but okay. You know what? Women, that that is almost um, that is something that's almost um, like we grow up being told that it's okay to vic be victimized, and that's what's kind of confusing to me because if you look at like this new era that we're in. You have women want to be the victim, but they also want to be the man's equal. It's like they want to be, you know, crime victim, but they also want to be seen as his equal and want to be. And it, it's just it's kind of um, it makes no sense. <laughs> but no, I, I see that a whole lot. Yes. Women, we don't like to be accountable. Um, and I'm, I'm saying we because like I'm a black woman, too. I went through that. 
there, it's like in recent years that I started to have started having to take like a deep look at myself and say, Hey, you know, there's some stuff you got to fix too. You know, to be completely honest, my ex, we were together for over 14 years. And, um, I used to say I did absolutely nothing wrong in the relationship. Like I couldn't see anything that I did wrong. Um, I literally thought, you know, I'm like the perfect mate. <laughs> like <but> being, <laughs> being in this relationship uh, with my fiance, it's it's quite different. Like I can clearly see my flaws because it's not overshadowed by his mess. So, you know, I, I know that sometimes it's hard for us to take that look in the mirror. And I'm telling you, like it was in recent years, like after I turned 35, I started to do like a lot of deep reflection. And I was like, dang, you got some stuff you need to work on too, sis. So you know, I, I'm, I'm, I was included in that until, you know, a couple years ago. Girl, let me give you my first big lesson of accountability. Mm-hmm. So I was dating this guy and um, he had did something, and, but it was it wasn't bad. But it was like, you know, I'm out of this shit. And so, you know, I go to my mom and I'm telling my mom about it. And my mom was like, well, you don't do anything but date the same dudes over and over again. He just have oh, different faces. Oh, oh, and I was like, you know, I couldn't curse her out, but I was like, <laughs> nope, you talking about like whatever, you know? Right. And it took me a long time to realize that it was something about me that attracted a certain energy to me. Mm-hmm. So you're going to keep dating the same people over and over again. You're going to keep dealing with the same people over and over again until you fix something within you that won't True. make you attracted to that. And so, yeah, that was my big uh, lesson in having to my uh, first lesson into self-awareness, I'll say. Yeah. Yeah. And um, that was a good one. She did like, uh, you know, this. Yeah, she, she stunned me. <laughs> yeah, she did. Um, yeah. And sometimes it takes a moment like that, like for you to be like, dang, like, I mean, Yeah. Like sometimes those moments of clarity are good. You know, they're good to have. And the earlier you can have them, the better, because then you will start. It may be something that's hurtful in the beginning. You may not want to accept it. But once you lay down and you are alone with your own thoughts, then you really have to face reality and be like, dang, I got some some mess I got to face, you know. But I have a question for you. So you didn't answer the question regarding the topic yet. Uh, do you, how do you feel and what is your take on whether or not women who support the manosphere have turned their backs on the sisterhood? Okay. So I kind of feel like, um, yes, in a sense, um, if the manosphere is about building and building stronger communities and building legacies and moving forward and being accountable and making a better life for ourselves. And if if that's turning my back on the manosphere, then I'm all for that. Mm-hmm. Um, turning your back on the sisterhood, you mean? Yeah, it, it, mm-hmm. it, it, because at the end of the day, it's kind of interesting because they kind of try to say who's going to protect you more. Mm-hmm. I can't look to a woman for protection because I feel like a woman is like me. Mm -hmm. Um, there are certain things that make my man invaluable to me. There are certain things that make Mm -hmm. men invaluable. And Mm -hmm. so if if they're asking me to choose a vagina over a penis, it's going to be a penis every time in a certain (laughs) sense. And so (laughs) it's kind of messed up because, you know, and and I'm a girl's girl, you know, I I think women are some, some of the best, we're we're the shit, you know, we're Mm -hmm. women. 
And there are certain things that women are excellent at, certain things that we're great at, we're the nurturers. We bring life into the world. Um, I, but me saying that I agree with a lot of men of sphere topics and, and things that they say in their talking points doesn't diminish the greatness of a woman. And right. so, no, it's not to diminish the greatness of a woman, but it's for me to find my part and to go with my counterpart and for us to build and for us to have a stronger communities and right. better family, better family structures. But that's just my opinion. What do you now, think? I do think that, um, like, okay, you had a point, you said, this, you know, if the manosphere was about building and about improving the community and things of that nature. Now, I do think that there is some area of opportunity there. There are some men in the manosphere or who were at one point in time at least considered manosphere, you know, like Cerulean Gray, the um, Black Brain Trust. There's, um, you know, some. there's a few notable people within the manosphere who are about building. Uh, but even on the other side, like it's gossip, it's messiness, it's, you know, not everybody on the other side is, is trying to build and trying to, um, you know, um, help our people and help our community or advance us as a people either. You know, so it's mess on both sides. Like, I feel like, you know, we both sides need to sweep around their own door. You That's know true. I mean? Before calling out the other side. That's true. Now, if you're talking about the black men, because um, Auntie Wanda mentioned that a lot of them hate black women and a lot of them do. I don't support mm -hmm. those guys, period, point blank. Mm -hmm. I just, no. Um, so that sector of the menosphere, no, I, I can't. I won't support that because I'm a black woman for one. While I can be accountable for my own actions, and I can understand where some of them are coming from. There is a certain hate that they uh, put out that's mm -hmm. atrocious. Yeah. And it's like. I don't think nobody's rocking with those guys. I hope not. But <laughs> hope would you can would you say that they make up a large part of the manosphere? You know what? I, I like I, I have to admit, like I'm an empath. So I am. Oh, my gosh. A feeler. Oh, I feel bad for him. I think a lot of those brothers are hurt. And I like a part of me feels bad. Like, dang, I want to give them a hug. Like, that's just who I am. Like, I, I feel to be completely honest, like, and men don't like, you know, you to say this in public because they don't want to seem weak. But um, I feel bad for a lot of them. Like, they seem hurt. And if you listen to them tell their stories and you just kind of pay attention to some of their comments, like, they generally, like, have a common theme. They'll be talking about, yeah, because they, they, like, will, like, relive the, the experience, the negative experiences that they had with women. Um, so I do think that there is a lot of toxic men in the manosphere, but I think that they need healing. Like, I don't want, you know, I don't think that not to, I, I'm not going to personally support them, but um, I think that what they need is they, they need to heal. And this isn't necessarily the place that they should come to looking to heal. Um, but I, you know, I, I feel bad for a lot of them. Well, let me ask you this. Cause I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Um, my first entrance or my first introduction into the manosphere was from Tommy Sotomayor. Mm. And Tommy Sotomayor was talking about things that I had never heard said about a black woman. Mm -hmm. um, now, mind you, mind you, I grew up in a, a broken home, so to speak. Mm -hmm. While um, initially my, my home was broken in a, in a sense. Mm -hmm. And so me growing up in a broken home and knowing that my mother was the cause of that broken home, 
um, kind of did a number on me because I was kind of a man blamer. Like the man was responsible for everything. Mm. It was the man's fault. The man mm -hmm. did everything wrong. And, you know, you kind of grew up with that ideology of a woman not having her own set of fuckery and not recognizing mm -hmm. um, the fuckery in a sense. Mm -hmm. And so when I kind of, when I got here and I, and I heard Tommy, Tommy Sotomayor, I was like, oh my gosh, like, oh, this guy, he's horrible and he hates mm -hmm. women and he hates, uh, now I still kind of feel like he hates women, but he didn't mm -hmm. lie on everything he was talking about. He wasn't lying on everything. So now I could never get with Tommy. Um, I heard his and, and the you know, the weird part is people might say, well, you listen to Obsidian, but you can't listen to Tommy. Um, maybe it's because I was able to have personal dialogue with Obsidian and um, so, and Obsidian talks a lot of he gives a lot of like personal anecdotes and talks about his own you know, personal experience a lot. Um, whereas I have not heard Tommy do that, but I don't listen. So it's possible that he has. Um, but, um, being able to kind of hear parts of Obsidian's story is like, oh, I feel bad for him. <laughs> and I know he probably wouldn't like knowing that or hearing that, but it's like. Girl, you know, we're about to lose like 15 <laughs> subscribers behind your shit, right? <laughs> Listen, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm an empath. You gotta excuse me. But, um, I, um, just kind of like hearing his story, like that person, like, I guess I was able to kind of somewhat build a personal relationship, I guess as personal as it can be by being on panels and just dialoguing with him. Whereas I guess I never gave Tommy that chance, but I was just so repelled by some of the things he said. And I guess, you know, coming into um, Black YouTube, I was able to kind of um, be eased into the likes of Obsidian uh, before just kind of being like shocked by all that he was saying. I mean, I was hearing other things. I had an were... analogy for that, but I'm leaving it alone. But you, I get what oh, you're saying. <laughs> but, oh, Lord. But, um, you know, so it, was, it, it wasn't as bad as, I guess, my first introduction to Tommy, where I just was like, oh, my gosh, how could he say those things, you know? Yeah, um, people get mad because I, I, I like Obsidian. Mm -hmm. It's funny. Um, Obsidian's funny, but when you talk to Obsidian um, outside of these streams and everything else, mm -hmm. and you, you catch Obsidian in a back chat, you really can have real dialogue, and he's not talking shit and, and, and being a shock jock. Mm -hmm. You really do get to have real dialogue with him. So I think that kind of um, endears him to me. You know, like, oh, yeah. he ain't that but bad. I, I, I kind of figured even, too, like that Obsidian was, like a lot of what he does is trolling. Too. So I kind of talked it up to that, and I'm like, some of the, a lot of it, I'm like, oh, you just, you can't take him serious. That's obsidian. He crazy, you know. So okay, they, I've heard a lot of people mention something about obsidian mentioning that black women should die in their own excrement if they've mm -hmm. chosen a certain type of man. What do you think about that? Now regarding that, so. Um, context is important to me. I'm not excusing him. If he said that it was absolutely trashy, I do believe that he likely said it for views. Um, and to me, that's a dangerous thing because I don't believe that you should be able to be bought and sold. If you can be bought and sold, 
um, then, you know, you're not going to ever be loyal to your people. Like you're really, you're really not loyal to anything. You're not loyal to yourself if you can be bought and sold. So that's a dangerous um, place to be. But um, like for me personally, I think that if he said that it's absolutely awful. But I would like to hear it. Not not that I don't believe it, but I just need to hear it for myself to process for myself. Um, you know, I, I have to hear it, you know. And I, I somebody might have played it on their stream or something. Uh, this is when I think I was kind of in and out because I had a whole bunch of stuff going on. But um, I, don't, I don't doubt that he said it. You know, I just want to hear it for myself before I can comment on it. I'll say that. Okay, so let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Is there a person that can say something that's so egregious that would make you X out the whole person? Now, mind you, let's say this guy came up with the cure for cancer and the common cold, for crying out loud. Mm -hmm. um, and let's say he he hates certain he hates black women. Mm -hmm. Would you count that person out? Um, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't be if you hate black women, I can't rock with you. Okay, so but if that's you, the same way if you hate black men too. That's true too. Can't that's rock true. with you. Hold on just a second. Okay. Child, my, my son lost a tooth today. It just fell mm -hmm. down in the sink and yeah. he is having a fit. Oh. Say hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Oh, that poor baby. <laughs> oh, no. Give me just a second. I'm listening. Find that baby tooth. Um, But, you know, I mean, like I said, I, I, I would like to hear it myself. I don't doubt that he said it. Um. I've already formed my opinion of Obsidian. Um, I don't know that hearing it, though, would make me, would change my opinion of him. <laughs> I don't necessarily have the highest opinion of him. Excuse yeah. Me, but um, I, I, you know, it's not hard for me to believe he said it, like that he would say something like that. Um, uh, you know, just before I comment on it, that I would just like to hear it for myself, just to um, be fair. Okay. Um, I, um, I'm, I'm not going to quote, quote all the way, but what, from what I heard him say was if a woman deals with a certain type of man, if she deals with thugs, if she deals with um, men who treat her wrong and treat her disrespectfully, mm -hmm. the, if the consequences, if she ends up getting hurt behind that, mm -hmm. he's not going to come save her and he wouldn't care if she died in her own excrement. I think that's what he said. Um, don't quote me on it. I'm not really sure. But then at the same time, do you think that that would hold women more accountable for who they choose as mates? Because mm, I think part of a, a problem is, angle. yeah, I think part of a problem with a lot of us is we choose the wrong people as mates. But, you know what? That's a good point. Go ahead. I'm going to let you, because I, I have something to say about that. Like that topic came up somewhere else recently and I wanted to comment on it. Okay, um, because I would look at a man, if you look at a man and you said, well, if you got fucked over by Sally Susie or whatever, that's your, that's your problem. And if you keep choosing the wrong bitches, ain't nobody coming to save you, which nobody usually comes to save men, but women, mm -hmm. we do look for 
somebody to come help us in a sense. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that? So for me, um, to me, um, I think that people are entitled to have a mistake. I think that if you have a pattern of behavior and a pattern of picking the wrong type of guys and you, you know, 40 years old and still doing the same nonsense, then I'm side eyeing you and I, you know, I ain't rocking with you and I'm not going to defend your mess. However, a lot of women, and I, this might have came up on the back chat, you know, made some of these decisions when they were younger in their teens, in their 20s, you know, young adults. And they, 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 a lot of, sometimes the guy was charismatic. Sometimes they ignored red flags. Sometimes they knew he wasn't nothing. But people, like we are human. There's nobody on this platform who has not made a mistake, a mistake against someone. Um, I'm more the type of person that looks at patterns of behavior. And what what did you learn from that? If you went from that bad situation to another bad situation that mirrors what you were just in, then, you know, you got, you know, I, I'm side on you and I'm not going to defend or stand with you um, uh, for when you're trying to victimize yourself and come off as a victim. Um, but you, to me, if somebody made a mistake 20 years ago, had a child out of wedlock, had did whatever 10 years ago and you know they learn from their mistakes like we're human I, I like i hear people trying to shame women for having children out of wedlock trying to shame women for um you know wrong guy picking the wrong guy to marry do whatever like um i think that that is unfair because um the only way that you can uh shame someone and, and sit in judgment is if you've never done anything wrong in your life and that's you know, we know that that's not realistic. Okay. Um, I kind of look at it like it would still take accountability away from the woman because certain choices that we make are going to be far more detrimental because we can have kids because we're going to end up being the single mothers. Um I kind of feel like it falls back on us in a certain sense. Mm-hmm. But I, these same men are complaining about having to pay child support. So that decision falls back on you. You made a decision to sleep with the wrong woman without a condom. And you know what I mean? Like some of these same men in these same platforms are complaining about some of the same issues and how that affects them, just like women, which women, you ain't really hearing women sitting up and doing a bunch of complaining. They just getting down to business and doing what they got to do. So it's, it's unfair to, to, to judge somebody and to, um, you know, cross somebody out and or, you know, cr- to crucify somebody or act like, oh, you know, that's the only thing that, that you know, that you um, are basically um, attacking their character based on a mistake or not necessarily a, mis- a decision that they made that um, led to a poor outcome. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel you, sis. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't really feel like people. Uh, I guess if the mistakes keep happening, then something is going to have to be done by that. Now, mm-hmm. I wouldn't necessarily. I definitely. I'm not even going to say not necessarily. I definitely wouldn't want anybody to die because of a mistake they made. Right. And so, with that, in that sense, I'm definitely going to empathize and sympathize with women because I've made mistakes in my life. Now, granted, mm-hmm. I haven't kept. I don't keep making the same mistakes, but. Um, I do feel like if uh, everybody was more accountable for who they slept with, it, a lot of things would be better off. 
But Mm -hmm. being that the women have to be the ones to carry the babies and to Mm -hmm. raise the babies by themselves, it would be more beneficial for them to definitely be more accountable because yeah. I've seen I've seen guys evade child support. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the men in this space who, yeah. who say that and use that as talking points, they're also promoting, um, you know, um, uh, casual sex. How are you saying that women should be more accountable for their actions and women should this and women should that? But in the same breath, you're promoting casual sex, the same type of behavior that leads to these situations that women are in. Like, stop telling men to go out and just have casual sex if you think that women should be, um, you know, should refrain from um, making the choices that are putting them in these positions that you talk about. I absolutely wholeheartedly agree with that. I agree with that. Um, I had a that was one of the things that I had a problem with is because mm-hmm. he does promote uh, sex on the first night. He does promote um bending women over his couch and stuff and so i'm like well how in one breath you want you don't want uh bastard babies but you're and promoting sex is a procreative act sex leads to babies you know what i mean tell these men to go find a good woman and marry her um because and, and you know there's you can condoms aren't 100 percent, and things happen and people still get pregnant you know with wearing a condom so you know the type of the the exact behavior that you are encouraging is what leads to um, the what you consider to be the decline of our community, or one of the primary factors in the decline of our community. Yeah, yeah, I can absolutely agree to that. Um, what would you do about people who wanted to have casual sex? Do you think they should get dolls? <laughs> I think you should. I mean, I, I don't promote that, but if that's your thing, like. Um, you know, I, 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 to be honest, because there's no way around it unless it is a doll, um, you are putting yourself in a position that can lead to exactly what we are discussing. You know, there's no one foolproof 100% way aside from a doll that, you know, or you getting a vasectomy, you know, if you have a vasectomy, cool, you know, rock out. You know, but, so we um, shouldn't, so we should encourage more vasectomies in our community. <laughs> what do you think about that? If people don't want children, why not? If you absolutely don't want children um, and you're concerned about somebody getting in your pockets and you're concerned about more, you know, bastard babies in the community, yeah, do us a favor and go ahead and get snipped. Very interesting. But I think men um, still Because look- the, I say that, and I'm sorry, because I know that they're going to talk smack. I say that <laughs> because that is the one thing that's within your control. You can't control whether she's going to be using birth control and whether she, you can't control what she's doing. But that is the one thing that is that you have complete power over. You know, I've noticed men uh, talk about all the forms of birth control that women have, and they have 30 types mm-hmm. of birth control. But it's interesting you won't trust women with your money. You won't trust women with your cars, mm-hmm. but you'll trust women with your sperm. Mm-hmm. And it's quite mm-hmm. interesting to me because it's like, you don't really know, but then I tell men to stop having sex with women that they wouldn't want to procreate with. Absolutely. But Absolutely. men, of course, are not going to want to hear that. But yeah, but every single time you lay down with a woman, you are risking procreation. 
so you need to be mindful of that. You know what I mean? You looking at that big butt, you know what I mean? However, her character is absolutely deplorable and it's not somebody that you would want to raise a dog, you know, share a, a share custody of a dog with. So think about that, you know? I know people going to do what they do, but I'm just, you know, saying it just makes sense. Let me ask you, um, my little love bug says, can't discount the fact that a lot of chicks um, want casual, the casual sex just as much or more than the men do. He's driving. And stop texting while you're driving, <laughs> Curly. I, I mean, I'm not discounting that at all, but I'm just saying this is the th like the complaints that we're hearing are coming from the men so i'm saying this is the one thing that is within your control you can't i mean she may want to have casual sex but then again she might also her biological clock may be ticking and she might also want a baby and or she might also want to get in them pockets so you know that's the thing that i was just saying that because that's the one thing within your control if women were the ones doing the complaining you know i, my, I would be addressing them that's true, but men don't want to be control of their sperm. They want to leave us in control of it and then complain when we when we create with it. So I kind of feel like that's real interesting. Yeah. So do you want to go into something else? Um, I don't know. Do the people in the chat have any questions? Wait, let, and while you're doing that, I'm going to check my notes to make sure. Because I had actually researched the topic, and even though we kind of um, devolved, we kind of delved away from that and kind of delved into something else. Um, I just wanted to make sure I covered everything. Um, Ask a classy black man. TV radio news wisdom says, "How are they men if they're in their twenties at the breakdown of women's perspective?" Um, ooh, that's kind of hard. Um. Well, technically, you are still a man. You might have not reached your peak of manhood. You may still be maturing. But if you're in your 20s, you're, you're a man. Yeah, just just like when you're 18, you become a woman, so to speak. So to yeah. speak. According to society. We didn't make you know, <laughs> I, I thought about something, too, as it related. Well, I just read something. Like, it's a whole bunch of stuff that I didn't cover. But anyways, um there was a like a regarding that conversation on femininity and I'm sorry for backtracking, but um, there was a point that was made and um, I, I kind of understood it. And it was something that you just said that made me think about it. So in my household growing up, my mom was uh, forced to be reckoned with like she um, was a piece of work, <laughs> but um, my dad, he was kind of more like the silent type, just, uh, observant, silent. He, you know, was just, he was very different than my mom. But um, because my mom was like that, and I didn't necessarily like the way she handled my dad at, at times, um, I um, was able to, I guess that, that if I were male identified in the sense that they're trying to use, it, that would probably be the beginning of you know, where that came from, because I sided with my dad, like, I hated seeing, like, I would, you know, be upset with her, like, oh, you know, I was a daddy's girl, don't talk to my daddy like that, you know, what I mean, I would never say that to her, but in the back of my little mind, that's what I was thinking, and um, I didn't like it, and I tended to um, be able to relate to, you know, his argument, or where he was coming from, and I, I just grew up, growing up seeing that made me, um, made me, 
um, sensitive to what men go through. You know what I mean? So, um, and, and like the topic of femininity, they were talking about, well, someone made the point of um, how their dad taught them how to be feminine. And I realized that my dad did too, with uh, in, kind of in an overt way, like just like learning the behaviors that he approved of. Like I was a daddy's girl and I always want, I wanted my daddy's approval and I wanted, you know, you know, I wanted favor with my dad. So, uh, you know, I knew like keeping my room clean, just simple stuff, but just, it kind of is what, um, what pushed me into my femininity and made me want to do, you know, be a young lady. I knew, you know, it was small things, but it was just kind of what I learned to, um, that would seem to be approved of by my dad, who was like my hero is still my hero and just my everything. So um, that's kind of like, that was my introduction into femininity, um, even though I didn't realize it at the time and didn't realize it until recently. But regarding your point, I had the, I kind of had the same thing growing up, but it affected me in the opposite way. I got you. Uh, My mom was uh, my first, the first woman I admire and the first woman I wanted to emulate in a certain sense because my mom was so well grounded. Mm-hmm. Um, she was just be- really, really well, real, ugh, real rounded. And so mm-hmm. she was kind of my first in- introduction to femininity, but mm-hmm. my mom also showed me the fuckery side. And so I would say my mom was originally ran pill from the jump. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Mm-mm. See, and my dad, yeah. like, things that my mom would do, he'd be like, you know, ladies don't do that. And, like, I'd be like, okay, daddy, you know what I mean? So I was like, uh-uh. My dad said, ladies don't do that. <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> right. my mom was like, ain't nobody trying to hear what your daddy talking about. You know, she was just a piece of work. You know? Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's just interesting how, you know, par- you can we can have kind of parallel um, things that we saw, but, you know, it can affect people in different ways. Okay. Okay. Anything else you want to add? Well, I wanted to introduce our Black female fuckery tip of the day. Mm. <laughs> I don't know if they're okay. ready for it. Well, so they better since get we... ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Okay. So, uh, women. If you choose to have side dudes, please stop doing stuff in front of your side dudes. Don't talk to your man in front of your side dude. Don't don't talk about your man to your side dude. If you choose to have a side dude, keep your mouth shut. Just let it be what it is because you're ruining it for everybody else. You're just ruining it. And um, you, when you're dealing with uh, another man, you're trying to boost his ego up. You make the side dude look at your man as weak, and it's just wrong. Mm. And so that's the black female fuckery tip of the day. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> Thank y'all for listening. We really appreciate you guys' support. Um, we will do a midweek stream um, this week, so we'll schedule it. It'll likely, it'll probably be the middle of the week, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, maybe Wednesday. Um, and, you know, kind of try to give you guys a heads up so y'all can come out and support again. And soon we'll be, um, we'll have, you know, a panel uh, where, you know, you guys can hop on here too and give us your take because we want to hear from y'all too. Yes, that, that, you know what? Do you want to open up the panel? 
Uh, what time is it? Uh, I got a few minutes. I have to get up really early, y'all. So y'all got to excuse me. I go to bed really early. Um, does someone want to come on and, and give some commentary? We can right now for a few minutes. I'm working while I'm while I'm um, you know doing the show. Is there anybody that wants to come on? Just in case y'all want to join us. Well, if you guys want to come up for a few minutes and give your take on anything that we talked about tonight, feel free to come up and, you know, let, let us know how you feel about um, the topics that we talked about. We'll stay on a few minutes. Um, if not, um, our next panel, we can certainly open it up. Maybe we'll, you know, um, talk the first half and then the second half, let you guys come up and join us and um, chop it up with us for a bit. Oh, my mic was working. I'm using this stupid phone. And I hate streaming, but it, it's not good with it. Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, hey. I can hear you. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of fuckery going on Who here. Who is this? Chaos? <laughs> man, what's going on? Man? What is this, man? I'm trying to remember what was the fuckery I caught. Now it's in my mind. Oh, you you caught some some fuckery tonight? Yes, I did caught. Just oh my gosh! See, and now I got what do. it was. I think, see, I don't um, think male identified women actually let me engaged see, let me in see. it. Um, give me a second. I'm hoping it's come okay. back to. Me. I think it was with you, Rose. You said. Oh gosh. About, um, it slipped my mind. I think I was gonna come. You usually I'm just talking about something. I think it was so but you know, that's funny because we get flack from being <clears throat> male identified. If we were male identified, I don't think you guys would always point out that we are engaging in fuckery. This you know, is facts. Because you know, besides male identified, I think one thing that caught my attention maybe was something about um um was it about some of the child support? I'm sure it was that. Was it that? I don't, I don't know what's that. About right oh uh Can I... I I would I would say I would say this, mm -hmm. you know. It's good that the state put some of these Negroes on the the, the child support. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. it makes them be more wise. The only problem is some of them won't be fathers because a lot of them don't know what a father is because most of they've been raised by you know their mothers, so they don't know what is a role unless their mom might yeah. taught something to them. So they feel their excuses. Well, my mom raised me up to my when I was a adult, so no, I think mm. she'll be fine. And that's one, one, one. That was one scenario I heard from one particular dude. And some probably agree with that shit. And I said, Damn. Wow. That's you. pretty unfortunate. Can I uh who who else do we have on the panel with us? Somebody's trying to chime in. His yeah. name is Mr. Research will win all debates. Hi, Mr. Research. Uh, Mr. Research. I have heard him, I think, on O'Shea's channel or something. Okay. Yeah, hello. Welcome. Um, Hi. Thank you. Thank you much. I, I just wanted to um share this thought. Um, mm -hmm. It's really not child support. Uh, a lot of times when people quote what guys are saying, it gets taken out of constant, con uh, context mm -hmm. and, the, and, and the trigger method is used. Um, it's not really child support, it's weaponizing court. Uh, let me give you an example. Mm -hmm. uh, are either you ladies familiar with a uh, father of record? No. No, I'm not either. So father record is a legal term. I'm going to put it in a lady's way so that way you guys can really feel it. Mm -hmm. If I was with uh, C. Rose mm -hmm. uh, back in 90, 94 and 
I have a child. I'm the one that can biologically have kids. And then I just go to the court and say, C. Rose is the mother of my child. Mm -hmm. Then the court will now go after C. Rose just based on my word. C. Rose Rose can have her bank account seized and all Mm -hmm. this type of stuff. And that's what people talk about when they they mention child support. It's the weaponizing Mm -hmm. of child support. Or give you another example, me and a breakdown are together. We got an apartment together, everything cool. Breakdown all of a sudden comes home with pampers and milk, even though I'm already giving her money. She's like, oh, it's free. It's free. I got it from uh, uh, Wick. It's, it's free. Me and Breakdown break up five years later, and now I get a bill uh, having to pay back what Breakdown took five years ago. That's weaponizing the court. So it's out of context when people say just child support. And I understand some of these dudes are too angry to articulate it. But that's mm-hmm. really what we're talking about. We're talking about weaponizing the court, getting a free lawyer while he has to pay three, five G's just to appear in the mm-hmm. court. So I, I just really think when when ladies have these conversations, we got to really put it in a context that the men are actually saying mm-hmm. as opposed to just say child support. Now, I don't think, like, I, I agree that the system is completely lopsided. It is It favors the women. Um, I would never disagree with any of that. Um, and I've seen women weaponize the, weaponize the system, um, just like I've seen men try to evade their responsibilities. So I've seen it from both sides. So um, I know that that happens. And, you know, I'm not, I won't, I would uh, never um, deny that. Danny, and, did you? Well, it's kind of interesting. Um, because we we want women to be accountable for even getting pregnant and having the babies and stuff like that. I think I remember now what I was about to say when you finished, Daniel. Okay. It, it came to me now. Okay. And so being that the courts aren't in men's favors, I kind of wonder, like, if you know that the courts are in your fa- you're in, aren't in your favor and you're understanding as you get older, you kind of understand what it's going to take to to get custody, to hire lawyers, to do all of these things. Um, Then I kind of look at it as too, a lot of y'all say, and I'm saying manosphere talking points, is that most women get pregnant by the same men and that these men are the pookies and ray rays of the world. But then I hear a lot of men complaining about child support. Um, If you know that they're weaponized- Is the pookies rays complaining about child support? No, I don't hear Not the pookies and rays complaining, okay. which I, I find I, interesting I, as well. Continue, please. Thank you. I, I can give you context when you finish, but go ahead. Okay. Um, I, I just kind of figure if you know these things are being weaponized against you, and I'm not, I, I don't disagree that they are. I, I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree that the, uh, that it can be weaponized against you, but then it does go back to the choices that you made and the woman that you were dealing with because we're sitting here having to face if I chose a certain type of man, being that I have a man and I'm a single mother, so I, I get it. 
Um, being that I'm a single mother and I chose this man and this man decides that he wants to do this, that, and the third, at the end of the day, that's still going to fall back on me. At the end of the day, it's still going to be responsible. It's responsibilities for me that I probably didn't see toward the end. So I get it. But those are some of the consequences that fall along with having babies by women you don't want to have babies with. Okay, here comes the context. According to the census, this is my my off the top stuff. This is the census. Uh, the number one male that has children are the 13 and 15 year olds. So that negates what you just said, because they would not be having that 36 year old or 30 year old information at that time, which most Ooh. of the guys who complain. Uh, Mr. Research, what you just said, 13, what? Those 13 to 15 year olds having kids is by, number one. When was this? I, I need somebody to put that in the chat room. I gotta look that up. Okay, just go to the census.gov, census.gov, and you look under uh, the thing about um, uh, out of wedlock children. 13 and 15 year olds, boys, and we're talking boys, are the number one producers of that. It's not the 28-year-olds and the 30-year-olds. Does it tell the age, just out of curiosity, does it list the age of the girls as well, the females? It does have a cross-reference, yes. Okay. So, so that... So, so it that seems like we got some pedophile females out here. Well, not necessarily, because a lot of times the 13, 15-year-olds are sleeping with 13, 15-year-old girls. I'm just speaking to the error, the, the, the issue that Breakdown put out in a, and I'm trying to do it in, a, in an intellectual way that people can go research. To say that these guys should know, most of these guys are complaining from a after the fact scenario. Mm -hmm. So now that you're 25, 28, you've been paying child support because the minute you turned 18, you got this bill from when you was 15. Let me say it again. The minute you For the back turned, payments? Right. You got this 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 bill from when you was 15. I didn't experience none of this personally. So for people who are trying to spin it, I'm just talking about information. I'm going to be fair to women. I'm going to be fair to uh, 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 guys. But when we try to say the guys should have known, that's that's not true. Um, uh, I don't want to hog the mic, but I'll just speed speed through this information. Also, when BG tight in the in the chat room says, I seriously doubt that they're proof without uh, uh, without them being the father. You say that because you don't understand the law that these guys are frustrated by. You 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 don't understand it the same way you don't understand guys being drafted and women not being drafted. Just so your they don't have the right to contest paternity. They contest they contest the the, the paternity after the fact, mm -hmm. after they've already been hit. Okay. So. So, so if if I was to seize your bank account, how are you going to come up with three five Gs? You're going to have to have a strong family structure to be able to put you on to get that. Wait a minute. So basically, because what, what what it sounds like you're saying to me is that somebody can say that you're the father of a child and yes. they're automatically let me finish. You're saying that somebody can say that you're the father of somebody's child. And they can just start taking child support because they're saying you're the father of somebody's child without paternity. The name of what the, the name of what you just said is called father of record. OK. OK. Father of record. Is that um, the exception or is that the rule? 
it is anomaly. So it does happen so much. California, Tennessee, who has the highest uh, percentage record of it, had to make a law against it in 2005 because it was happening so much, ruining so many uh, dudes' lives. Dudes are paying for and I'm kids. Not, I'm not, um, I believe in accountability, but I do think that what you, uh, regarding your point that you just said regarding these states making um, uh, laws against it, like that is the proper way to address it. I mean, women are abusing and misusing the system and weaponizing it, but the only way that you're not going to stop women from abusing the system. So you want to address um, these flaws within the system. Very true. And you got to have finances to to affect yeah. anything in Congress, even your even your local state Congress. You got to have finances to really push stuff through. But uh, 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 I, I want to share the mic. So I'm going to make this final. Well, point. well, let me ask you this. What do you think would be the solution for that? We have to get, and one of the reasons why I brought it up, we have to get ladies when they critique men and their talking points to number one, have the full breadth of what's being said and not just use the trigger words. You said so, that the trigger words were child support or what, do yeah, you, what if, would you feel what was triggering? Yeah, if we, if we only use child support as, you know, these guys, uh, are complaining about child support. No, these guys are complaining about weaponizing court. So if if I spin it to only child support, then the rest of the ladies are going to be, yeah, they don't want to take care of their kids. See, now we've gotten away from what the real point is, which is weaponizing court. And 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 the other point I was saying that if I'm with you and and we're having uh, we're we're together and you're getting all this stuff from Wick. The, the guy doesn't understand, even while he's giving you money for pampers, diapers and, and whatever he's doing or not doing. He's creating you're creating a bill for him with a 26 percent interest. After y'all break up, the weaponized court is going to go after this guy and he's going to say, hey, I've been paying. I was given diapers. I thought that stuff was free. No. It, it, it wasn't. So I just want, want so 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 the solution is to get ladies to have the full understanding when some of these guys speak. And, and I'm going to agree. Some of these guys are angry, out of control and undisciplined. But when we have an intellectual conversation, that's why I give you guys things you can go research to say, oh, wow, that is happening. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, man, that must have ruined several people's lives. So here we are X amount of years later. Now we get the law. Thanks to some, some to some white lawyers who had who had the money to fight and, and make it happen. And I'll so, share the mic on that. So then let me ask you a question, Mr. Research, because what do you think the single mother goes through when the father is not present and all he's contributing is child support? What do you think happens with her? Because there is consequences with dealing with kids without a father. There are consequences in having to um, deal with kids by yourself. Um, he's complaining about, and, and now don't get me wrong. If a person's not the father, I don't feel like they should be taking care of somebody else's child. 
I, I wholeheartedly agree with that and I'm not arguing against that. But then if you do have you do have a lot of people, a lot of men who who refuse to pay child support or are forced to evade it. And so I feel like that's why it has been weaponized in a sense. Okay. Because men don't a lot of men have it. No, I'm not gonna say a lot of men don't take care of their kids, but the use for child support is for being to financially provide for his kids. And what I've kind of found what I find very interesting is what women feel that what the child support be, should be used for, what men feel that the child support should be used for. And so what do you say to that? Okay. So again, I got to make you feel it. So, so let me give you this example and then I'm going to answer your question. It's, it's like when I went on Tommy Sotomayor's show years ago and he was saying black women are least desired. I said, where, where's your measuring stick for that? Where's your, your evidence of that? Because, because dating cannot be measured. The same way I'm saying to you, uh, uh, Breakdown, um, you can't measure who's, who's, not, who's not supporting, who's not doing what they're supposed to do uh, based on uh, one person being out and one person being in. In order to fix that part that you're speaking of, I have to know how many of these guys have fought. And, and, and you need you need to know that as ladies, too. What what percentage of guys are actually trying to fight for their kids and just being labeled as that type of guy? Because you got to understand when this lady goes around her fellow ladies having tea and whatever, she's saying those those trigger narratives. But that might necessarily be true. That guy might be fighting for his kid. That guy might be uh, um, uh, financially unable because of what happened with his bank account getting seized. Uh, there's a lot of variables that come into that. So I wish that one day we can get the actual percentage of how many guys are trying to fight, how many guys are losing, so that we can chip away at this narrative that just because he's been forced to be non-custodial, because even Obama realized this when he created a, a funding for uh, non-custodial parents to get legal aid. They, they wasn't even able to get legal aid before Obama. So I would like to see percentages on, on that. I do agree there's, there's a dude, lot of dudes who walk away. There's a lot of dudes who don't participate. But it's hard to just label anybody that just simply based on the fact that we can't prove her words of he's a bad non-custodial parent. He might have just got pushed out of the game. But go ahead. Okay, because you did mention that some women will lie and say that a man isn't doing um, certain things or or whatever. I feel like some men do lie when they talk about how they take care of their children and how they provide for their children. So I do believe there is accountability on both sides. Now, when it pertains to teens and teens having kids, um, I do feel like there should be maybe more mentorship in place, maybe more um, stronger parental figures in place. And so I don't know how to remedy remedy uh well, I kind of feel like the remedy to that is more programs, more education about what it really takes to, when you're becoming a single mother or a single parent. So I that would be my solution, but I'm, I don't I don't know. But I understand where you're coming from. You're always going to get things for for the mothers. 
you're not going to get much for the boys. And 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 the, the 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 context that I was speaking about was when we critique boys, we have to also make that part of the remedy too. Go ahead, Chaos. I've talked too long. Let, let me share the mic. No, let's jump back in, man. Mm, y'all ain't smart to look at that to, um, the information that Mr. Research brought up to, you know, seek the validation on that. Um, yeah, I would say, you know, we're going to do, do some pre- preventive action. Like always, if this is really what's going on, especially um, out of wedlock at a young age. And it goes back again and say, what business is teenagers, especially as 13 years old, you know, knocking up a 14-year-old girl. And I think I remember one time I asked one young woman, because she has a son, and she had him at 14 years old. By a dude probably maybe not the same age, probably a year, same or a year older. And, you know, that was only one scenario that I came across. But to find out that that is somewhat the average is telling. And I'm not sure they go by race, do they? Mr. Research on 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 what aspect of these out wedlock at the average age of you know thirteen boys they at, do um, they, they they do have a, a a racial breakdown they they do have a all right good. okay good excellent Sam all right somebody wrote something it could Keep be on table fifteen I, I think it might be on table fifteen okay okay. And let me also say, and, and I'm glad the ladies are giving us space to speak with them in, in unity. Uh, this is one of the problems that we have. Like uh, when you guys spoke about Obsidian earlier, you got a lot of us who are trying to make money, rent money off of YouTube, off of online by triggering each other and keep each other mm-hmm. arguing and fighting. Um, I don't take a lot of people seriously. Because I realize that uh, for some people, some people online is the first time they've ever had a pat on the back and they want to protect that at all costs. Yeah, what Obsidian does say is that his content is satire and satire is basically this is some fun, funny shit. It's bullshit. It might be some truth to it. Um, some things are not going to be true, but it's for the sake of talking. It's for the sake of bullshit. But I really don't feel like a lot of us in this space really understand satire. But I kind of do feel like some of the rhetoric that he uses can sometimes be dangerous because while he's bullshitting, you have some people who don't know how to right. separate. And so I do take that into account. I do. And I, I've been thinking about that. I call but, them the, I call them the, the, the bottom blacks. The bottom blacks who don't, who are not necessarily politically aware, not necessarily uh, able to pre- able to present well. I have a running joke that I say, "Man, what you talking about? Man, four is not spelled f o r e. That don't even make no sense. Four is spelled f o u r. Nah, brother. Uh, in Shakespearean context, four is also F-O-R. Man, that don't even makes no sense. Well, brother, there's also F-O-R. It's also for Man, that don't make no sense. It's F-O-U-R. So you got these type of people that it's hard to connect with because they, they're pigeonholed into one reality. Mm. And since you mentioned the brother, um, remember he said this is all about making money and you make money off of fuckery. You know, so in regards to intellect and all that other stuff, awareness or want to have the conversation, it's not really sincere. 
at the end of the day because you're here for the money and the fuckery. You think people are going to take things really seriously and people will watch it. But, you know, like I said, if you and I remember Sruin said this before, if you try and do this and you're struggling just to make me meet a quota every day, depending on how often you go live, that's the problem. That means you don't have no supporters. You have watchers. So the people that said that they're well adjust and they're people of means that watch the channel, you're actually lying because these people have means they will support the fuckery. No problem. If you're not being quoted every day, that means you have a bunch of dudes that are derelict and not bad about shit, but sitting there watching, geeking, ha, uh, want to hear about destruction of black women. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of people that, that have gotten a fetish on talking against black men and a fetish on talking against black women. And they tune in every day to uh -huh. hear that hate. But then you say, okay, after nine years, eight years, seven years of YouTube, how has these ADOS black people advanced against the Indian people that are taking their jobs at work? Uh -huh. Against the fact that their daughters can't get an office job and being forced into security, construction, and warehouse. When is that conversation taking place? Oh, we can't have that conversation because we're busy on black men against black women dating, 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 dating. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, Mr. Paris. Go, go ahead. I'm, I apologize. Um, um, so, so, mm -hmm. so everything everybody's saying across YouTube, I'm understanding where because because in my opinion, when a man and a woman reaches over the age of 25 and now has a child. It, 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 it's personally their choice. So they know the pick of selection. They know the good ones, they know the bad ones, and, and they know the ones that are in the right position. Now, what I'm hearing is that some women will tend to sometimes pick the bad ones. They know they had problems with him, they liked him, but they still had this kid. Now, after having this kid, they now start arguing with, with child support, child support, child support. The guy wants his kid, but however, the woman now say, eh, 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 because of the past histories and the bad breakup. Now, the woman is now single, paying all these struggles and doing all this labor to look after the kid, right? So now, now afterwards, now comes the decision. Who's going to bring up the kid in a more mature and stable home? Now, the guys who doesn't want to be staying with baby mothers, now, will have pro now that will be the problem because there are some people, I would say, you should only go with people that have kids. You understand? And, and that's no, I don't understand. You gotta repeat what you just said. I ain't get what you just said. I'll go. Which part? Just repeat. Repeat the whole sentence, sir. Oh. Uh, okay. And, and try oh. be clear. Try be clear as loud as possible. Oh wait, don't send up this research. Let me repeat what you just said. In loud, clear, so I can get get what you're saying. Go ahead. Um. Okay. Oh. Okay. After the age of twenty-five, you heard that part. After the age of twenty-five. Continue. Okay. After the age of 25, women and men kind of know what type of men are around them. Mm -hmm. 
so they have a specific choice on who they're going to have a kid with. Okay. So during that period, I believe women are making the wrong choices. But okay. by what's happening in society. Now, some men will still want to look after the child, but the woman sometimes may take it as a grudge. Now, do you understand that part so far? Yeah, I, I think we all got it. Yeah, yeah. Got that. Now, the last part is that men do not want to technically spend time with someone who already has a child because technically he wasn't looking after a child when he was on his own, especially if he didn't have one. Okay, so, so you're saying that men don't want to be accountable for other men's kids, right? Yeah. Okay. So, 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 so that's where the basically that's where the basis of the argument starts from young because, yeah, yeah that's basically for now. Yeah, that's it. Well, what I'm trying, what I'm trying to say though, is the people uh, 25, 28 is not the larger percentage of the child support issue. So even though those things may be true, according to the percentage numbers on the on the census, the older people get, the less they have out of out of child issues. The out of child issues happen to people who are under 24, 25. That's and, and then they don't have the full breath. Cause what C Rose and Breakdown was talking about, they may not have the full breath of understanding because they don't have those programs. Like I volunteer when I was in Atlanta, I volunteer for first time fathers. Mm -hmm. So I get off work, I'm tired, I'm sleepy. And I go in there and I spend an hour, hour and a half of my free time educating dudes on the system, on the, on the legal system and how it don't matter if you're a good dad. It don't matter if you got receipts, it don't matter none of that stuff. The only thing that matters is you getting a second job so you can afford to afford this three to five thousand dollar lawyer. Because the minute she took WIC, she's gonna get a state free state lawyer that's gonna protect that WIC interest and the interest of getting 26%. The same thing is true for some women who uh, uh, when they're uh, divorcing a man in family court, it's the same court. They they realize, okay, I'm a nurse. I'm making all this overtime and I done brought my husband into my financial market. There's a bunch of twists in family court people don't realize. And the only reason I mentioned that nurse is to say that people don't realize a lot of the twists and turns in family court and they don't have prior knowledge. And so for a lot of these dudes, when they complain, Mm-hmm. They're 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 complaining from the standpoint of I don't have this baby at eighteen. I don't have this baby at fifteen. Uh, something that a uh, C Rose might find interesting when you look at women who are thirty and thirty three having sex with uh, minors, sixteen year old boys, seventeen year old boys. Depending yep. on what state they're in, those women don't face any any rape charges. But the boy, the 17 year old boy has to pay that 30 year old child support. Now, I know somebody in the chat room will like, oh, that's ridiculous. OK, there's a rapper. Named Chief, there's a rapper named that's Chief interesting. Keith. Chief Keith was 16 years old. And, and anytime I speak, 
I'm not I'm not like 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 the other YouTubers to just say stuff. I, I give you stuff that you can go research. Mm-hmm. Chief, Chief Keith the rapper was 16 year old dating a 33 year old woman. Okay. He got that 33 year old woman pregnant. When they went to court, they forced this, and I think he turned 18 when when, when the court case was finally finished. When they when 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 uh, the court case was finally finished two years later, they forced that that young boy to pay that 30 something year old woman child support. Mm-hmm. If that happened to women, y'all would be crying in the streets. How was this old man got this girl pregnant and the girl got to pay him child support and give him the baby? Well, in a certain sense, it does happen on that end, in a certain sense, because there are a lot of teenage girls who have been become pregnant by grown men. And then now they do, they are allowed um, certain more, um, Benefit? Like they do get, Benefit. well, they, yeah, they, they're allowed certain, they're, they're afforded certain benefits from having babies. But then at the same token, you know, young boys are cheered on for having sex with older women. Um, and it's not discouraged in, a, in our community, but it's definitely not discouraged in our community. What is that? What is that? You'll what, never what hear what me with the child what does that have to do with the child paying the adult child support? It it has a lot to do with it because if we're encouraging our young boys to sleep with whoever gives them the vagina, and especially older women, then you're if we encourage that, we're putting our children into position into adult positions. When you have sex with older women, you don't know what these old what their motives are or if they're trying to get pregnant, if her biological clock is ticking, if she wants to be in control of that young boy or, or if she wants to do certain things with him after a certain age. You don't really know the motives of a, of a grown ass woman who's trying to sleep with a little boy. But it, a lot of our men encourage that when um, yes. when you see a fine ass, when you see a fine ass teacher. When you see a fine ass teacher and a young boy has slept with them, you know what happens? Everybody's giving the boy props. Oh yep. yeah, I would have slept it's with her if she was true. my teacher. My you, we can't, we can't ignore me, that. Though, my- Mr. Research, I, that's more proof that them. like back to my original point, you got to address the system. Like that's absolutely deplorable. She should That's that's, that's my point. To, to, to my, to, you're, you're right, C. Rose, but that's my point. Go go ahead, C Rose. But but that's my point. To my new friend breakdown, when you go back and listen to what you just said, that is not equality. That is not uh You're absolutely right. I don't, I don't think that's equality at all. Because no, because, I don't because, think a young boy should be held accountable. Well, no, no, no. Because we put accountability, we want everybody to take accountability for their actions. Young girls have to take accountability if they go out and get pregnant by a grown man, young boy. And, and y'all don't feel like the accountability is going to be the same on both ends. But there's accountability all around to be taken. If you sleep with a if you sleep with somebody and you don't want a baby, you really need to be careful in what you're doing. OK, so my new friend breakdown, what I'm saying is, look. You, you just did a Fox News spin. You said, okay, so our topic is accountability and pain and what have you. If 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 the girls are, are doing the ad- identical thing that you're talking about, saying, hey, you still got your virginity, girl, you lame. 
if 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 all the girls is out there doing blah 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 blah, and this girl goes out there and gets caught up, she's not paying child support to the father who she got caught up with. What I'm yeah, suggesting- but she but but this is the thing, and this is what I kind of feel like you're doing. It seems like you don't think the girl, because the man is paying child support, you don't feel like the responsibilities of being a single mother is in is equal to him paying child support. And what I'm trying to explain to you is that most women, most single mothers, most of the ones that I know, and I'm saying that the ones that work every day, they spend out way more than that what they're giving. And sometimes a lot of what they're giving isn't nearly enough to cover the cost of having a child. And living too. With okay. And, 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 and there's no, there's no, uh, if, if we were having that discussion about single mothers, I would agree. But, but I, you keep I, trying to, but the thing about it is, Mr. Research, you're saying that, okay, these young boys have to pay child support and their lives shouldn't be ruined because they had a baby by somebody at a certain age. And then she, the child support people can come back and say, you know what? You had this baby with this woman. You had him at 15. You're 18 now, but we can get you from when you're 15. And what I'm saying to you is a girl who had a baby at 15, there are a lot of things that she does not get to enjoy. There are a lot of things that are not um, just beneficial because men kind of seem like having being a single mom is like a cakewalk. I, me personally, me personally, it hasn't been a cakewalk for me. About like the like or, or for any girls that yeah, I you're on a different topic. You're on a different topic. I, I, I get the I get that he's talking about the legal component yeah. and being that they're at a certain age and somebody can come and basically um ruin their life because they haven't they're having to pay child support. But I'm saying from the other side of things, there is a, another side to that. Um yeah, they have certain programs for the woman. They'll have certain programs for the woman. And I do agree that that's not fair. I do I, I do feel like it should be more help for the boys. I don't disagree with that. If I if I if I were to critique uh single mothers, I then cannot go over to the boys and say but look what but 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 look what the boys go through. If the topic is about what single mothers have to endure, I cannot in fairness and 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 equality go over and and start speaking about what those those dudes have to go through. My only suggestion, and I, I'll, I'll end it on this because I'm quite sure other people got to speak. Mm-hmm. We cannot originate a conversation in these men, which is the original conversation, complaining about child support. And then we come on and we politely present that it's not child support, it's like C. Rose is saying, it's the system. And then our retort to that cannot be, but look what the single mother go through. That's not algebra, but- Okay. Uh, 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 okay, so here are my three points. Number one, I agree that the women may tend to be spending a bit more. Number two, the woman will now know, will not be checking on his financial situation. She'll just think here that his financial situation is good and everything's okay. And number three, the woman will not go to court and stop the child support situation if, if it's going good. 
So technically, he might be stuck with the child for 18 years, paying child support. And imagine thinking about a child for 18 years, knowing that you, you're going to pay child support all the time. It's not a relationship. You're just starting up grudges, if you think about it. You guys can continue. Okay. Um, hey, Elise, how you doing, darling? Hey, I'm good. I'm good, Sister George. Concrete Rose, this is your show, so I want to say hey to y'all specifically and hey, everyone. Hey, I, I just had to get in on this conversation because I was just on Fantastic's panel and, you know, a lot of these men were coming at me behind me sharing my personal story from child support as it related to my parents. And my whole point, let me back up. I actually went and I looked, the stream has over 5,000 views. And the fact that there were men who were able in the comment section to understand what I was saying while I was talking to men who were on the panel who were not, <clears throat> just made me realize that, you know, this is an issue that just, I, I mean, this is just like the heated issue for men. And my whole point of going up to the panel was to make it plain that, you know, sometimes these child support issues, they seem from how I'm hearing the men speak on it, it doesn't have as much to do with the money as it has to do with the, like the idea that a woman would even place them within this system. Because I put it out there that my father was a doctor. And my whole point was, why is it that you know my mother had some of the same issues trying to collect child support from my father and my father is a, and my mother is a professional woman as well we weren't missing or lacking on anything because of what he did or didn't do based on child support but why is it that a professional man who's making you know however many you know tens of thousand dollars a month you know he wasn't just a doctor he was a surgeon were they married they were not married they were not married. And, you know, my father also wanted to be back with my mother all the way up until I was in high school. Okay. So why is it that men have the same issue? Like that type of man would have the same issue as you would think a Pookie and Ray Ray would have with the child support. Or maybe he can't afford the lawyer. He can't afford, you know, if he's missing $80 from his check, that might be the difference of him paying his phone bill or not. I don't you know, that that to me is what I see. It's like for whatever reason, I even used an example of when I went down to the court to help my friend file for child support after she had had an agreement with her child's father and he would pay for daycare. And how many times was she going to take her child to daycare only for the daycare to tell her that the bill had not been paid so the child could not come? Right. Well, Good point, because sides i think that me because of that neither um, understanding or trying to come you know trying to understand uh enduring because i've seen situations like regarding you know women trying to work with the man prior to you know the end result was they had to go to the child was so i have seen that happen and two, it's such a sensitive topic that you know people are up 
the experiences that they've witnessed regarding their same gender, that there's no compassion or understanding for the other side. And that to me is the bottom line, Concrete Rose, is no, it's no understanding for the other side. It's like the men are just so offended that a woman would have the audacity to get them involved <clears throat> in the courts that, you know, nothing matters more than that. Yeah, uh, what your what your personal thing is like, I, we, we, we really can't tell the inner workings behind what mom and dad had going on. Sometimes school things do come into play. Sometimes medical things come into play. Sometimes they put it all on one gender. And and sometimes that gender as a human being may be saying, where's the equality? So I do respect your experience and, and, and your view on these things. I just want to defend it as a topic, not, not as a personal journey, but as a topic, we should have the equality. I, I kind of wish we had never got away from the 1700s rule that men had to take on full responsibility of the child come 12 years old. That was a Victorian rule that America uh, was operating in. And uh, the mother had to give the child over to the father and his, and, and his family. Um, she still got visits, she still got to interact, but the financial upbringing, education and all that uh, had to go on the father. And I kind of wish we hadn't. We and again, oh, immediately, immediately. Just for the record, I'm sorry, because people were trying to act like I was trying to throw my father under the bus, which, you know, rest in peace, he's deceased. I've made peace with that. It's not as if my father did not do things for, for me financially. But, you know, when it came to that child support, it was just, you know, the way he felt about the actual going through the process or maybe the fact that, you know, my mother didn't want to reconcile with him, you know, whatever that was, kept him from just, you know, writing that check and, 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 you know, doing what he was obligated to do because I'm even looking in the chat and so many people are saying, not just this chat, the other one, why is the woman entitled to this? Why can't the money just go straight to the child? And people just ignore the reality of, you know, the, the No, no, Kevin, Kevin, oh, let me say this, Kevin, relax. Um, I wasn't me, finished though. Yeah, go ahead, finish. The, custo the custodial parent, which already tells me that you're not listening. Like the custodial parent is the one who has to make these decisions, who has to make sure that the lights are on, the gas, the rent. It's like what part of men not understanding that just by virtue of the fact that you have a child, that child is entitled to a certain percentage of your income or a certain amount of your income. Now, I don't know like where that number is, you know, what that percentage is for each state or if, you know, it's sometimes too high or if their things are not fair. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is the fact that you have a child means that you have an obligation to this child. Point blank, period. Hey, 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 hey. Chaos, I'll be one second. I'll be one second. I promise. Okay. I need Make it quick. Okay. My question to you in these spaces. I feel that women who don't put men on child support will be more valued. I'm not saying they're much better, but they'll be more valued because it's more unique. So when you have a case, 
when there's plenty of women that's putting their child stuff, they bunch you into a case that they compare you everybody else. You understand? So it, it starts from the comparing aspects of people who don't do it. And that's it. So if you want to start, so start from that foundation. Once you start from that foundation, the, you're always halfway of the answer because there are plenty of women that don't do it. You know, it's almost for, regarding child support. It's like calling the police on. Um, they look at it like you're going to the man and you're going to the system and, you know, getting me entangled. You know, men are very early age that you don't want to be on child support. That that could mean losing your license. That that could mean Zero. all of you with this. C. Rose, let me work with you. Let's go to a paralegal. Yes. You put down what you want. I put down what I want. Uh, let me get you a PayPal, a cash app. I'll send you that directly. Why do we have to do that? Well, well Mr. Stan, that just like men have heard these bad personally of women who tried that and it didn't work out. The man would be late. He wouldn't, you know, with this do it. Me and my girl going to Disney or whatever. There were situations that prevented him from and that kind of left a bad taste in the woman as young girls we heard about put him on the system because you know he ain't gonna pay okay i understand that's the first time i heard and, that so i, I and, respect and, that okay, oh, okay. let me say this let me say this because i also can contribute to the fact that um men will and i you know i can say this from personal experience and i went to a, a thing similar with uh with my son's father, like with him agreeing to do something and he never did it. And so that put me into a position, but I don't think that if a person has a certain understanding with each other that, uh, what is that clicking sound? I'm sorry about that. Um, when a person Somebody, has somebody's a, phone. Okay. I don't know what that is. Okay. But when a certain oh, a person has a certain agreement, let's say y'all come to an agreement and the father doesn't abide by that agreement, that's generally when a woman's going to run to child support because, and, I, and I'll tell you, you get tired if somebody says they're going to do something and then they say he doesn't make the payment or he doesn't give you the money that he says he's going to give you. And then you call him and then he's giving you an attitude because he doesn't, he told you something but he might not want to abide by that at that moment, or he may, something may have came up with him. And so as a woman, um, most men are end up on child support because agreements are not being um, uh, about uh, followed through on. And so when the agreements are not being followed through on, um, a woman is going to get tired of arguing back and forth with you. And so then a woman will say, you know what, as opposed to me arguing back and forth with him, he has a stable job. I'll go down to child support. That way I don't have to keep calling him and worrying him about money. But then, you know, it's like men don't really see that from a woman's perspective in that sense. All right. Like, okay, I'm going to show him. He don't want to pay you. Like you're being vindictive, uh, and you know you're going to the man on them. I'm um, Shade. You there? I don't know if I said right. Oh, Shade. 
She there? Yeah, oh. she, she's here. She is. It's called Shade Tree Alley. Oh, Shade, Elise. Elise. My question. My question. Um, cause you say your parents when they're married, right? Um, your mom ever told you why your father didn't marry your mother? I've had all these conversations with my parents and I know what happened with them. And I know that one of my father's biggest regrets in his life is that he did not stay with my mother and that she did not take him back. I know this, Mm -hmm. but what does that have to do with the child support? I mean, if, if, if my mother had say, if my mother had taken my father back and they had gotten married, right. Uh-huh. He would have been paying, you know, quote unquote, paying child support, you know, being being my father, my, being my mother's husband. Let, let me ask you this. What what do you believe you would have gotten extra with the child support? Because if, we, if we're using child support as the measuring stick, when you said that he he took care of you one on one personally, where 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 is the greater good you would have gotten? with the child support as opposed to what he did for you one-on-one? You're making an assumption. My parents didn't put me in the middle of their money matters. So, you know, all of that, whatever he gave, when he gave what, what he did, he would give that directly to my mother. So it wasn't a situation where, you know, my father would give me money that he wouldn't give my mother you know, just for the principle of, you know, let me give this to the child. So that's my thing. It's like, it's something else besides just the money. Okay. My lady, my, my lady, I'm oh, trying, okay. I'm trying to, I, I'm trying to say, I'm trying to ask you if we're saying that child, that, that in, in, in that example, child support is the measuring stick. Why didn't he just do X, Y, Z? Okay. What I'm trying to understand, and I'm going to be quiet after this. Mm-hmm. What, is the difference between what he did for did outside of child support as of how you would have benefited if he had just went ahead and did the child support? I mean, I I don't know. He didn't do it. (laughs) You know, I don't, I don't know. And let's just say, and and I'm just estimating because I used to work at a mental health clinic and I know that, you know, there were psychiatrists that were working at the clinic and they were making, you know, $12,000 a month. I don't know how, you know, my child rearing, how me growing up, I don't know how that would have been different had, you know, my mother just been getting a check for whatever she wouldn't have gotten. I don't know. Like my mother is a master's levels nurse. She went back to school several times when we were growing up. I mean, she was already an RN before we were born. So I did have the type of mother who, you know, if she had to pick up another shift or if she had to work a a weekend job at the jail to do for her and her children, she would do that. But the difference probably would have been um, my parents probably would have had a better relationship because it would not have been a fight like Concrete Rose was saying or Danielle was saying or Sister George. It would not have been a fight to get my father to do the things. I'm sure if they, if they would have had an agreement that they would have honored, you know, maybe my mother would have gotten back with my father. I don't know, but it was almost like, you know, all I can do is wonder if if maybe he felt some type of way just because my mother didn't want to be with him. And, and I've seen that too, that at least, and that does make a difference. Like you said, if they would have had a better relationship, mm-hmm. that would have been a- Wait, wait. Oh, uh, okay. 
So here's what you're telling me. A guy has a child with you and you split up. He pays for child support for three years straight. But during three to four months, he does not pay. Now, is he going to go on child support? Hmm. I, mean, I, I can't speak to that. I know that that wasn't my parents' situation. Even with my friend, look, even with my friend. Uh, who, listen, even with my friend, even with my friend who I went down there with her to file the child support papers, by the time she filed child support on her ex, you know, her ex-boyfriend or her, you know, her ex-fiance, and they had two kids together. By the time she filed, their youngest child was maybe five and their oldest child was you know, like 11, like she gave this man ample time to do the things that he would say that he would do. And she just got to the point where she's like, I can't do this anymore. I just need this to, to be done so we can be done with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You answer that? Yeah, Kevin. Yeah. But like I said before, you know, I Safety for a lot of these dudes, so you better marry these women, man. And said, so sitting and playing this type of relationship because you're gonna have a child with them and it goes sour. Most likely, that woman's gonna put you in the state. There's no in between. Some women say they won't do it, but a good portion will do it, depending on what they're doing. And be, besides, if y'all know, I'm um, Rose and Daniel George. When me and Mary had this conversation back in, the, in these times, these dudes is getting off easy. Hundred years ago, you, you couldn't be you didn't see nothing about no child support. You automatically had to marry that woman right there. So you think these dudes, you know, just by paying it, you just get ease of it. Back then, you had no choice. You're gonna marry this one or you're gonna get the bullet. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of these dudes nowadays, they either they bitch and complain about the payments. And really, child support today, it, it can't be sustainable. That's what you so you know, they think that people are coming up on this. Shit, y'all must mess around with some ratchet women or some shit because I don't see nothing really benefit that day. You as a come up, <laughs> exactly. I it's not even a come up because I, I remember when Cerulean did, did when he did the estimate how much on the average. Well, I think it's like three to almost four hundred. That's nothing. You can't live. Yeah, it's that. like three hundred and fifty. You, you can, and, and, and and let me tell y'all ladies a story. Y'all ready? Listen, I want everybody to chat and listen. I remember, and this is on social media. One one friend I had as a friend said and posted this and she removed it. <laughs> it was funny when I read it, saying her baby daddy of her one of her child, he went and filed to the courts to her to go back to the courts for child support to have his child support reduced. So as I read long and I said, okay, he wants to reduce. How much is he paying monthly? He was only paying a dollar and ten cents a month. Child support? Wow. That was the child support? Yes. Yes. Wow. Yes, ladies. A dollar ten, ten cent a week where how much they get paid when, you know, it goes by, the process works. That's how much he's paying. And he said that's too much. And he want reduced from dollar ten cent. <sighs> it doesn't matter what payments these dudes doing. And that dude was, you know, he was a bum because he don't work. So obviously paying that means you're not, you're not even doing enough. You're not providing shit. So... Really and truly, when they complain about the child support, no matter what payment, they're either big or small, a lot of dudes don't want to pay. They just want to live their life, go screw around, 
maybe have a couple babies here and there, and then you don't have to worry about it and say, I'm just living a, what they call a bed buck life, a buck. But then it's gonna cost you. And we all know a couple YouTubers on here that has lived that bed bug life. And you see it's costing a few of these dudes, you know? Hold up. Hold it. Okay. When the when it's one child, I can understand it. But when it's two and there's three, that's when the serious argument starts to happen. Because I think most people are understanding in YouTube. One is okay. But two and three guys, come on now. That's like from two different women. There's yeah, a problem, like, especially having it from more one woman. It's a problem. Yeah, that's like, why you know. It's like, and that's why most dudes. And it's funny now that you know we have some women that are predators, and they will get younger dudes to get them trapped up, which I'm finding it's a new phenomenon from what I'm hearing now. And the only advice I have with young young boys and girls, especially the boys, that said. You know, if you don't have enough straight, um, strong male presence around you, you're going to get caught up in this system real quick because we have predators out here now. You know, especially people that are desperate or whatever case their position is, especially the ones that's working and the boy's not working, to get him caught in the system, that's telling right there. You know, that's very telling. So, you know, the only thing, the only way that's going to resolve this, black men have to be organized somewhere and they have to really fight this system which that puts on under together i mean it's not gonna work like that if and i know a few brothers that have fought it and won and got custody of their children and don't pay not one cent only take care of their kids solely but it's a very small percentage majority of dudes either they know the rights not they're not gonna fight because they've been conditioned to not only take it but they don't see the value of you know playing a role in their children's life so what's gonna happen they're gonna bite the bullet of the system hard and the system is going to win all the time. I'm not going to tell most women to say that you don't, you shouldn't put them on it or not. I would say, you know, that's a decision you got to make, constitution and think if it's benefit and worth it to even put this dude on it, especially one that's not in providing the squat. And it goes back to say, you know, you're going to have to bite that boat too, because if you know this dude's not providing squat, if he's not being productive as a dude, then obviously right there, you know, I don't know if you should, you should get the, give him the, the Coochie, I mean, you're gonna have to think twice on that. Hard, you know. My thing is okay, I know that okay, people they do do joint custody agreement arrangements, and that can reduce child mm -hmm. support. But if you've got a man who, like, say, is un, like you said, is unwilling to pay a dollar and ten cents a, a, a month for child support, <laughs> you know, what, what, what's stopping you from just signing over your parental rights so that you don't have any obligation to this child? If you're that against the idea of child support and what that means for the care of your child, like if you really don't care, just don't care. So, you mean like, um, let me ask, let me ask her this. Um, are we a society that offers men a lot of excuses when they can't um, take care of their children? excuses um like if he if he if he's not working if he's um you know because let's say oh, i go to jail let me uh-uh let me let me finish my question let me finish my question um i'm trying to give an example let's say a guy is a uh a, a felon and 
he's unable to find good employment or whatever. Um, do should we offer excuses for men who aren't able to pay? Because a lot of people, a lot of men, um, say they aren't able to pay the amounts that the woman would want or need for the child. Um, gosh, I mean, because <clears throat> personally, for me, I don't offer no excuses. The biggest excuse that I see that we offer to men is is looking towards the women as if they're wrong for expecting some child support. I mean, everything, it's just like, okay, like case in point, my friend, her her ex-fiance is a truck driver. He knows he better pay that child support and he better not get behind because if he gets behind three months, they're going to suspend his license and that's his livelihood. You know, I, I, I don't have any advice for a woman who says, hey, you know, I, you got pregnant by a fit. good luck trying to good try good luck trying to get some child support from a man who can't be employed or for a man who makes his money under the table like you're not gonna get that yeah that that's very true yeah you're, you're not true. court cannot help you with his undeclared or his secret income they can't help you with that but in most of the time like I, I i'm just speaking of just you know regular working men regular working men like you know because again, you, if, if these people were together, right? If you're with this man and he loses his job, you know, you're not going to, you're gonna figure yeah, it anything. out. You're gonna figure it out together. You're gonna figure it out together if there's a child involved or if it's just y'all, you're gonna figure it out together. But I guess the problem, I think the biggest problem is, you know, a lot of times people are having children by people that they don't even really get along with. So how, mm -hmm. how 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 easy is it going to be to raise a child with somebody that you don't even get along with? Yeah, man. Cause you know why? Um, trees, because we don't vent each other no more. We get down late and you know, into the groove thing, and then oops, the baby comes out. You know, we don't take the time to really know each other, you know, goods, bads, flaws, all that stuff. And that's the problem with the society, this hookup culture. This, you know, quick and fast, quick and easy, wherever, because it is detrimental to the offsprings or what we produce with this type of behavior. And the children suffers at the end of the day. So rare we have a good arrangement not, or our relationship is like not that tight, our children suffers, cause they see it. So that some of them will blame themselves for that, you know, they probably play a role in the separation of mommy and daddy. So we don't really take the consideration of our actions towards our own children. And that's the problem with the black community. Now, Daniel George, the question you asked, if you repeat that one time, I want to give an answer. You mean about um, men, um, us having excuses for men who aren't able to pay child support? Yeah, that's the question. Yeah, like, do we as a society offer a lot of excuses for men who aren't able to pay child support? Because um, we'll have people who get on and they'll say, and I'm not... I'm not referring to anybody on here. I'm just saying in general, people will say, well, you know, um, he's not able to do uh, a bunch of things for the child. The child support is too high. Um, I don't really feel like the majority of men child support, but men would probably beg to differ. But that's just me. Mm -hmm. Well, what do you think about that? Well, you know, as a man, we can never take time off, engage in doing our manly duties including if we have a child that's normal, the child has to be fed one way or the other. Um, and like I said, once we make that decision to lie to each other, 
because sex is not something to play with and we keep playing with every time and then the consequence of this is a child's produce and a lot of men whether they're legal age or under legal age they're gonna know the hard way and you know the society makes you man up that's why the society more caters to women because they know by default that once you're a boy that you once you reach a certain age you make that consent to have sex they feel everything you should do to repair just to make sure that child is okay. And they click in the back end. That's their concern. Everything else is irrelevant. Yeah. That's why with, with the only thing role of men today, especially Mr. Research, which he's doing some work with the boys and you know, wherever else. I wish I could part play part to helping with enough of these boys as well. That we have to prepare our boys for what's to come in the future. And any endeavors because these are the problems that's not gonna be fixed overnight. And you know, these are things that this affects men, especially us black men. And no way gonna resolve it is organized front of black men. And a lot of black men don't want to hear this because if you look at some of the dudes on YouTube that complain about it, we don't sit down as men and say, okay, how we could really resolve this? Cause there has to be a solution, because we're supposed to be problem solvers, at least. You know what I'm saying? I know a few brothers that show how to help some of these brothers, you know, get custody of their children. And they feel that the mother might not be enough to really raise this child in their liking. So, you know, we it goes back to men have to be organized. That's the way that's gonna fix this. And we're not organized, the system's gonna bite us in the ass. Sorry to say. And I I'm understand. Gonna... You yeah. know, to the to the, you know, speaking of like, okay, so since child support is the issue. Um, why is it that more men don't look at marriage as a protection from child support? Not that there aren't issues that can come up with divorce, but, you know, other people have said this on panels. Like, I don't really know that many black women who are getting these huge alimony payments. Yeah, I I really know. Know. Like, it, it always seems like the payment comes down to child support. So, you know, if all things aside or if all things are good, why why are men not looking at, you know, it's it's a better thing to actually get married and have a child as opposed to try to play this child support game? I Well, my answer why they won't do it because, you know, society doesn't really big up marriage like it used to. And another thing, a lot of dudes have this perception that, you know, this woman is going to take me to the bank. If I slip up, you know what I'm saying? it's enough for protection for women per se, because remember they put in laws effect, like no fault divorce over, um, I think 45 years ago. And because that, that kind of changed the game a little bit, because usually there's a point where, you know, it was not easy to walk away from a marriage, Well, now they gave the power to women to do that. Now, for whatever reason, you know what I'm saying? Women are taking an offer. And most of the reason why most people get divorced, if you really think about it, is really finance and taxation. Not just infidelity. Infidelity is like probably Absolutely. second. Absolutely. Finances is so, the number. If, if, we, if we're struggling from the back end, either we're doing well and we still have an issue of money, then that's going to play a role that, you know, most women will probably walk out mostly out of that because they can't really do the blunt work and, you know, be either the man and the, the female in the household. If that's what the complaint these women are bringing up, you know. But it, think about it. It's easy now for a lot of people to walk out, especially women now at this age than it was back in the 70s 
So usually if a dude, let's say a dude had another family over in another state, right? She couldn't just, you know, end it like that. Or he probably had to end it, most likely. But because they put the power to the women, this is the result now we see um, the divorce rate as it is now. And I don't see it getting any better unless they roll back some of these laws, which they're going to eventually do anyway because white people are not getting married like that. And they need these people to, you know, stay together to keep procreating and having European children. So, you know, but the only thing black men should always focus on, you know, that if if this is an issue, major issue, then only two ways you could prevent yourself. Either you're going to, you know, protect yourself with the condom, when most dudes don't like using, absence, or if if you're going to deal with that one woman, deal with her. If she that one you deal with and you marry her, you know, and work it out. Because marriage is work, which a lot of people forget. It's not just, you know, the nice little um, gown and flashing lights and cakes. On. It's work after you say, I do. And usually, depending on how you're connected and how you know each other and vent each other, that's where the real relationship really starts. And a lot of people can't survive that after the first two years. Actually, marriage kind of went down. It used to be two years. The average people used to stay in before they divorced. But now it's not even... It's not even a year now. So, you know, like Kevin did said, um, why are women walking out is the biggest question. Until we figure that out, and I think I know what it is already, then obviously, you as man, you taking that risk, getting married, you know, these are the things that you got to look for that if it does go wrong, this might happen. And you're not going to really lose too much out of your pocket because let's be honest, ladies, a lot of these dudes are not six-figure earners. So not like these women are going to be getting some will valuable. Like alimony and stuff. You gotta be in it for a long time before you get alimony. And marriage time lasts five less than five years, less than ten years. Is not even touching that? She's not getting nothing out of alimony. To be honest with you. You have to be at a certain time to get that. And if marriage is declined and not lasting past a decade, you know, the only thing she could fall back is through child support. And like I said before, child support don't really pay much now today. Okay, guys. Well, we are getting ready to wrap it up. Um, any final right. thoughts? We'll start with Mr. Research first. Kevin Paris, E. Elise, Concrete, and then I'll close this out. Mr. Research, it's on you. Okay. Uh, Kevin, what, what are your final thoughts? Okay. Um, Elise, what are your Elise, what are your final thoughts? I'm I'm just glad that we're having these conversations and I really would just ask us to be sensitive to each other's sides. I understand that there's a lot that is unfair about the child support system when it comes to men. Um and I would never try to you know, degrade that or act like those things are not true. But the bottom line is the care and the support of the children. And I would I would really like to those conversations or moving forward the conversations that we're having would focus more on what's best for the children. That's that's all. Okay. Okay, Yasmarine, what you got? Thank you, Elise, for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um good night. Thank you. Thank you. Concrete. Concrete, are you there? Can you hear me? 
I can hear you now. Sorry about that. Um, I said, I'm glad that we're having this conversation. I agree with what Elise said. I think that, you know, this is an important topic. I do think that um, having the con conversation uh, will hope, well, I'm hopeful that having the conversation will um, allow, you know, the other side to lend some compassion to the opposing gender. Um, and, you know, I thank everybody for joining us. And, you know, I'm glad we had some real good dialogue tonight. Well, I want to thank everybody for joining us. We really, 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 really appreciate the support. Please be um, sure to tune in to us on Wednesday um, where we're going to break down some more topics and get off into some things. But we thank you guys for joining us and we hope you guys have a great start of the week and have a good night. Thanks. Bye.